You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded hoes. Hey guys, it's Danny. Welcome back to 50 Plus a Tip. I am once again joined by Riley. Well, yes, hello. Not really joined. Um, we're hanging out on Google Hangouts today. Yeah, my only friend is the internet right now. <laughs> it always has been. Anyway, <laughs> how, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm actually just in the middle of like studying for my calculus final, which is on Friday. So that's been taking up the majority of my time. Oh, that's uh, fun. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm bored as fuck. I'm, I'm getting yeah. to that point now where I'm just like, okay, over this. I want to make monies. Yeah, I know. I, not working is, is doing my head in a little bit. Right? And, like, it's so funny because I did my boob job, like, took the time off two and a half months and was, like, messaging my girlfriend. Like, hey, like, we're going to hit the bar. We're going to be social this year. I have to be. <laughs> like, I have to force myself. And then, and then I moved back downtown. This happened. I was like, oh, okay, no. Not not in the cards? All right. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, 2020 was the year I was also going to get my shit together. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right? I was like, I'm going to work more. I'm going to save more. I'm going to be more social. And 2020 was like, yeah, but you aren't, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Fuck my life. I kind of did the same thing as you. Um, like I took some time off at the beginning of the year because I kind of relapsed into my eating disorder and uh, university was really stressing me out. And then of course, like, you know, as it backs off, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to work. Like I feel better. I feel more secure in my body. And then just get a little bit of a fuck you by the uh, planet. (laughs) No, yeah. It's not funny. I feel like everyone's the same way. They're like 2020 was my year. No. Never mind. Yeah. Of course, it's like, that's, it's always so easy to say when, like, you can't do it, right? Oh, I was going to do, I was going to climb Mount Everest exactly. this year. I was going to save millions. Like, I was going to do the PCT. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, I was going to become a better person, but fuck that shit now. Yeah. I was finally going to find a partner. Like. Okay, well, it's in the parallel universe. Calm down. <laughs> Uh, I saw this meme that was like, um, oh gosh, I can't, I cannot remember who it was, but it was like a quarantine diary day four, haven't had sex in six months. (laughs) (laughs) And that isn't me. Like actually though, it's been some time for me. Yeah. Batteries are like a, batteries is like a a high commodity in our house right now. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> Whoa, hey. Don't yuck my yuck. No yucking. <laughs> um, okay, speaking of yucking, did you hear about this, like, North Van poop lady? No, you sent that to me in a little brief, and I'm so excited to hear about that. Yeah, apparently, like, there's some lady in North Van who's, like, going around shitting on people's lawns. <laughs> <laughs> Like, actually, wow, people have, like, videotaped her, and then she, like, pulls over her pants and, like, scurries away. <laughs> well, look. I mean, toilet fertilizer. paper is, like, you know. 
you Toilet paper is expensive. Weird though. There's like you can literally like Google it, and there's videos of this lady like scurrying yeah. around, shitting on people's lawns. Yeah, where they have like so many signs about like dogs not shitting on lawns. Yeah, I love that it's in North Vancouver for that exact reason. That it's like all this like prestige area, and they're like, I'm so glad we're so far <laughs> away from downtown East Side, and then someone's just like shitting on their lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I do like, like okay let's give this lady a, the benefit of the doubt maybe she's an avid walker and like has irritable bowel syndrome you know we don't we don't know <laughs> maybe it's her thing um yeah weird maybe um, it's her yum <laughs> oh yeah maybe okay that's where I draw the line though <laughs> like um <laughs> We also had a cute little movie date, you and I, and we watched Lost Girls. What did you? We did. What um, did you think of it? Well, maybe just like say the premise quickly, so people get get the gist of it. Yeah, so it was based on a true story of. Um, I, I cannot remember where it was based. Do you remember where it was? It New was York. Uh, like around New York, right? Because it was Long Island. Yeah, New York. Um, so it was about, you know, um, a sex worker, a, a prostitute who, uh, went missing after a, uh, 911 call, um, while she was, um, out doing a trick and, um, it kind of follows, uh, the mum's journey to push the police into like investigating it further. And upon that they discover, um, I think it was three or four more bodies of um, prostitutes who had gone missing. And so it's kind of um, just her journey into, into uh, you know, trying to have to, having to, like, push the police into actually doing something about it because, you know, sex workers aren't, aren't people. I'm not sure if you know. <laughs> I have briefly heard this before. <laughs> but, yeah, um, no, it was – Yeah, it was about pretty much just um, – kind of showcasing how little people seem to give a fuck when it's a sex worker that goes missing and how much their families were, like, adamant that they'd be treated as as people and that the care was shown and the police put effort in and the press covered it um, correctly. Uh, but, yeah, did you like it? What did you think of it? I really liked it. I think that Amy Ryan did a really amazing job, um, like, acting in it and also... Um, Tomaz and McKenzie, McKenzie, I think her name is. I think they both did a really good job, and I think it was shot, um, like, pretty well, to be honest. Like, it, it, you have so much space for um, things around sex working uh, topics to go so wrong, and I think they did, like, a very fair job. Um, you know, it finally put, uh, you know, sex workers and, like, their families into the spotlight, um, in kind of a, po- a more positive way, mm-hmm. obviously, except for the whole given circumstance. But yeah, I think they did a, a great um, adaptation of the of the story. Yeah, real positive movie aside from the whole like murder and rape part, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I liked I liked that there was a point in it where they like pointed out the positives of the women that were missing. Like the the family kind of spoke up, and one said, you know, she grad two years early and went to college. You know, like, she wasn't some, like, dumb hooker, like, that the media's kind of, like, making her look like. Um, One of the things I think they, like, kind of didn't need to put in was that they were all trying to get Amber's sister to stop prostituting. 
and they're like, you're only doing this because deep down that's all you're worth, but that's not true. And, like, that statement, I was like, oh, like, you guys, why did we put this in the movie? Like, I feel like this movie could have focused more on, like, hey, like, look how we're treating the missing women here the, and the dead women. And, like, this is why it's dangerous. Rather than, hey, look how we're treating these women, and this is why women shouldn't do it because it's dangerous. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that was, like, an opportunity there that, that could have been addressed. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. Like, it did a really good job at personifying, um, you know, the prostitutes who did lose their lives. Um, but, yeah, at the same time, it also, like, what's what I'm looking for, like... It kind of demonized sex, sex work, I find. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they, yeah, exactly. It was it was a weird parallel, I, I find. Yeah. Um, like, but sorry, they de- I would say that devalued... Um, like the sex workers as well as like personified them. Like they weren't just like a hooker. They were a girl who went to college, as you said, and like a a sister and a daughter and. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you know, it is important, I think, to discuss the concerns of sex work and the dangers for sure. And I know with the rise of OnlyFans and online stuff, there's been some concerns with that. Uh, one of the people posted on my Instagram was talking about it and they said that there's been a lot of like incels and that for a while there was a thing called the sex worker murder squad and they weren't even mm-hmm. like getting removed from Facebook for violating community guidelines. So like that's a very yeah. real concern even for like like off street, like behind a screen uh, sex worker persona. And I know me and you have talked about that before, too, how, like, it can feel kind of violating. I'm super offline at the moment. Like, mm-hmm. I'm living a very square life. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I mean, even for myself, like, and it, it seems weird, but even for me, I feel sometimes more violated and vulnerable online than I do, like, in-person stuff, which I know oh, is really weird. Like, yeah, I, I completely agree because once things go online – you don't have any control of them anymore. But while you're there in person, you can maintain that control. Um, So it feels safer and it's, you know, on your terms and you can literally walk away. It's just like if you've sent something, like if, if for example, camming, like someone could be screen recording you and you would have no idea. And then after that, there's like very little, like you can do about it. And I, it could be the same for OnlyFans. I don't know if their app like blocks screenshotting, but you know, then that can be redistributed and you just lose that control um, that you have over your body. Mm -hmm. No, definitely. I know OnlyFans, part of their terms and conditions is that they can take legal action if anything from their site is used and um, that it kind of does help women a bit on OnlyFans having some kind of like legal standing to go after people who distribute their their content, which is nice. Um, Okay, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, speaking of OnlyFans, I used to listen to a podcast uh, very briefly when they first came out that's quite popular, I guess, now. Um, I'm not exactly their target audience. I feel like their target audience is a bit more of a younger crowd and maybe a little more glamorizing, like the fuckboy mentality, um, which mm-hmm. isn't something I embody. So I kind of you know, stopped listening like a couple episodes in. 
But I saw one of their episodes was called OnlyFans Equals Whores. So I obviously had to listen to that one to hear two girls that are not on OnlyFans talk about OnlyFans. And I told you to listen to it because I think it's always interesting to hear uneducated people talk about things that they know nothing about. Uh, I heard some complete, like, misinformation that they were sharing, but I just wanted to hear your your take on it. Yeah, I mean, um, I have probably listened to a total of, like, three episodes that they've ever done. Um, And, you know, definitely passive listening. It's, It's just been on. Um, my, I guess like the picture, the overall picture that I understood was that they were very like pro, pro sluts and pro, um, you know, women doing whatever and however they please with their bodies. I think that, I mean, I listened to their episode or I just listened to their, their segment on OnlyFans and, uh, they definitely like took a piece out of that and sensationalized the title. Um, uh, like kind of in a clickbaity sort of way. Um, I guess what I got from it is that they just don't really understand it. Like they said that, you know, yeah, the top model was making over a million dollars a year. Um, and then they were saying, oh, you know, if you make an OnlyFans, you're going to make um, such good money and stuff like that. And they just made it seem so much easier than it really is. And then they, I guess in their way saying like, OnlyFans equals whore. Um, they kind of try to touch on the stigma that's attached to that, but I just feel like if you have that sort of audience and you're that like pro woman and pro you know sexual freedom, then they should have reached out to a sex worker who's on OnlyFans and like discussed what it's actually like and you know the actual stigma that's attached to doing sex work. You know, you know, selling nudes, selling time, selling tricks, whatever. Um, I just feel like it could have been a lot more educated. Um, and I feel like they could have bridged that gap. Um, and it was, yeah, a little bit of a missed shot, but overall, like I didn't find it, like I wasn't offended listening to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, as someone who's on OnlyFans, I take slight offense to it when someone tries to like diminish how much work it actually is. I think that's offensive when you're like, Oh, go on OnlyFans, you'll make tons of money. It's like, oh, OnlyFans girls are whores. It's like, no, let's change that narrative that OnlyFans girls are capitalizing on what they have and they have great business minds to be successful on it. Um, and they have ba- ba- like amazing marketing strategies. You know, like I would love to see, you know, uh, girls go on it that don't have a huge platform. Like I feel like these two girls could go on it and make some money because they have a platform already. So their marketing's already mm-hmm. been done. But... Um, you know, th- saying things like that, like, oh, go on it, you'll make great money. It's like, okay, well, that's, I think, disrespectful yeah. to how hard women work on those sites. I totally. also... Oh, I think it's to do with, like, maybe the... They're just not educated on it. Yeah, for and sure. And I think they should have educated themselves on it before talking Definitely. about it. And also, too, just their, mm-hmm. like, their lack of knowledge even on how the money works. Um, mm-hmm. You know, oh, she, and then they did a calculation. They said, oh, she has this many fans at this at ten dollars, so she's making this amount. It's like, no, you tip the you tip the site twenty percent, and then you get charged a um, a service fee when the money goes into your bank account. So that's not what she's making per month. Like just like simplest things like that. If you had even reached out to a single girl on OnlyFans, like you would have learned that. But like the fact that these girls 
try to talk on things that they know absolutely nothing about, I find very annoying. I also find just like when I was listening to their um, episodes before, their lack of knowledge seemingly about like sexual health and stuff and like the stuff they encourage young people to do, I think is just like unsafe and like just, I don't know. I just think like if you have that platform and you have followers, you should kind of pay mind to what you're sharing and passing off as like knowledge or passing off as education. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree. Like it was uneducated and they had a real opportunity to, as I said, like bridge that gap and reach out to a sex worker and actually find out what it is. Or even just say in the episode, look, we don't know, but this is what we think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was like, oh, missed opportunity there. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay. Also an annoying thing, uh, doing your fucking taxes. Yeah, that shit sucks. You haven't even finished yours yet, have you? You've been working on it, I swear, for like an entire year. (laughs) Yeah, I am. Well, I reached out to my accountant and I just have so many questions about it. And honestly, with like the, I'm having to learn everything that I'm doing for um, exams and stuff um, online. So it's it's just been like the last thing in my book. Like I'm going to do it once my exams are, are over. Yeah, I finished my taxes, but I'm just, like, kicking myself. And I know me and you said this to each other, too, that I didn't save more of my receipts. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, girl, I have, like, hundreds of dollars worth in Lucenza receipts that I could have uh, written off. But, oh, um yeah. And just, like, nails, like, everything. Yeah. You don't, you don't know what you don't know, right? Like, if right. it's your first time running a business... Being you just don't think about these things. Yeah, I, uh, well, my lashes doesn't give receipts, so that's, you know, $250 a month right there that I could have written off. Yeah. Yeah, like, I yeah. Know. So that's, you know, over 3K right there I could have written off. And then my nails, I, like, continually forget to get receipts for that. I do my nails every month at least. Like, yeah, so. No, we, I'm the same as well. And just, yeah, and you know, we have to pay every time we work and we give a, you know, a percentage of our, um, income to the club. And it's just like, I just have so many follow-up questions of how to go about that, especially because, you know, I didn't, I did not write down every time I worked. Like yeah. I just did month totals. So yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit tricky. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, like I usually do keep track of every day I work and the amount I make, but since I moved it, I could not find this fucking tiny ass little book. I have no clue where it went. (laughs) Um, And then I also have to remember that I took off like three months this year. This next coming tax year, I will have taken off January, February, March, and now however long this goes on till two. So it'll be interesting to see how taxes are done for 2020. No, for sure. I think everyone's expecting a huge like uh cut in their income but i think that because it is a global problem they, they will take into account that yeah um but global yeah. problem or government conspiracy oh I my God. I can't. <laughs> girl i was spent so much time this morning reading shit like yeah we can we can save that for a whole other episode my sister yeah. Um, she posted on her, on her Facebook about, um, 
like, you know, when government, like, has as much control over society, like, it can be very problematic and, like, you know, not having a choice of, like, what you're doing. Like, when you strip people of their rights, like, you know, there can be a pretty big fallout and, like, whatever. And the, like, there's, like, hundreds of comments to it. People being like, fuck you, like, what the fuck, how dare you, like, you know, and then there's some people who are like, yeah, yeah, like, totally, what's going on behind the scenes, but there's, like, a lot of comments being like, you're so ignorant, like, just attacking her, and I was like, oh, so I messaged her, like, an article I read that I was like, you know, you might be interested in this, and she's like, okay, well, don't post that, and I'm like, no, I won't. I won't, she's like, I had people messaging me privately, like, wishing I'd get it and die. And I was like, crap. yeah, I was like, girl, I get it. Remember when I got my legs burned? People were calling me like too fat to be a stripper, too ugly to be a stripper. I deserve to get burned. I didn't save those starving children. <laughs> <laughs> Not the children. <laughs> Not the children. Um, yeah. I was like, yeah, Honestly, I get it. Like, I took two classes this um, this semester. semester. <laughs> obviously, I, I mean, obviously I take statistics, it being my major, but I also took... Um, the political discourse in news in new media, which oh, has been a really interesting. For, yeah, yeah, it has been such a crazy like combination of things, um, and just watching this whole thing blow up and speaking about like speaking critically about how it's discussed in the media and um, how it's been politicized and how this um, underlying underlining racism that is just kind of you know boiling to the surface. And I cannot tell you how many people I've unfollowed on Instagram because they put like racist things I'm like I this is not a time to be like othering people and it's not a time for you to just be like racist and get away with it yeah uh, sorry I'm just watching Danny touch her boobs right now oh it's because I've been <laughs> <laughs> because I've been um going brawless during the days to let my boobs settle so I'm just massaging them go on okay <laughs> ignoring me um but yeah it's been like a really interesting kind of combination of things and I'm you know, being a stats major, I am, I like the numbers. So when people throw around, you know, more people die per year of um, the regular flu than COVID, like, yeah, that's true. But also the cases of the regular flu, I think like, I mean, I looked at one year because I've heard that like, you know, the one that's like, uh, you know, 60,000 people in 2002, 2017 2018 died and I think like in America but there was also 45 million cases and it's just like when people throw around pseudoscience like that it's like this is how fear spreads and like it's just fear mongering and like people talking about conspiracies and removing stats from their context to like prove points and I don't know like as someone who studies stats like I just I can't <laughs> mm-hmm. no I completely agree I um the only thing I kind of think is, like, I don't think this is a time for government to be passing bills that aren't related to COVID. Like, to be passing bills that are, like, on left field, like, when no one's really paying attention. Like, that's kind of where I'm like, ooh, like, why are we doing this right now? Like, Yeah, 100%. And I'm definitely, like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if there's, like, underlining things. And you know what? There probably is. But, yeah, my stance is very, like, okay, but, like, show me the numbers, like, show me the studies, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I, um, yeah, I'm kind of in the point where I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I want to be safe in case it is as serious as everyone's saying it is, Mm -hmm. well, everyone, these, like, paid doctors, um, but then part of me is like, yeah, I also, like, you know, 
and I have my suspicions, but I, I'm just like, I am an untrusting person in general. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I think it's normal to have your suspicions. Um, and you know, with the circulation of media and, you know, conspiracies and stuff like it's, you, we don't know, but yeah, I just like it. I just took such like an interesting combination of courses this semester oh, it's and it just it. made me look at it like super critically. Mm-hmm. And what's your takeaway? Just that, like, I, I don't know and I don't think that we can know. Um, like, I think it's definitely being used for political gain, whether or not it was, you know, started for political gain. Like, um, as I said, like, I've noticed even in my personal life, people are using it um, to voice their kind of racist remarks. Like, I've seen people post on Instagram that China should be um, apologizing for um, this and, you know, X, Y, and Z, when in fact the regular flu that kills more people per year, apparently, like, is was started in America, and you don't hear us calling it, like, American flu. Yeah. But, you you know, we, we racialized um, the Mexican flu, like, swine flu, and now we're, like, people are calling it the Chinese flu, and it's just, like... Yeah. There's just so many problems here. Yeah. Like, whether, like, so what you're saying is, like, you know, regardless of the actual cause of this or, like, the intention behind it, it it's clear that people and government are using it, to, like, capitalizing on it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what it's I, that's my move. stance, too. <laughs> Pardon me? It's a business move. Yeah. No, that's my stance, too. Um, and, like, you know, we're, us as sex workers who are, you know, starting OnlyFans are also capitalizing on COVID. I, th- I don't know if we're capitalizing. I think we're pivoting with what situation we're stuck in now. True, true, true. Because, like, 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 to capitalize, like, we're, sure. I'm losing money, trust me, like, right now. <laughs> like, I'm no, not really, like, no. winning. And I don't mean, like, you know, we're gaining more from it. But, like, I'm saying, like, we've seen this opportunity. We're making the most of yeah, what we we've are. We've pivoted yeah. towards it. And, like, other businesses have done the same. And I'm sure the government have done the same, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it should be interesting the the fallout I think will be insane in like 1917 um the government like introduced the uh um the income tax war act and said it was like to help relieve like the financial burden of the war and that it would be like temporary um Mm -hmm. and like okay like I looked it up and there's like a quote from the Minister of Finance at that time, and he said, like, I have placed no time limit upon this measure. A year or two after the war is over, the measure should be reviewed. And, like, it was kind of proposed as, like, temporary thing to relieve the financial burdens, and then we're still paying this, (laughs) like, in 2020. So, like, over, like, you know, a hundred years later, they never got rid of that tax. So it should be very interesting how how they decide to kind of... um, bounce back for lack of a better term with this and what that fallout looks like for like the civilians yeah no I, I agree it's going to be interesting to see how they uh, cope with this mm-hmm. speaking of crazy times you know everyone's talking about going like quarantine crazy have you messaged anyone you shouldn't have yet or gotten any messages from people and you're like what the fuck Actually, I was uh, sitting with two of my roommates, and um, we, all three of us, on Saturday night, got a message from boys being like, yo, you want to come over? 
Oh my god! <laughs> like the thirst is real, right? No, I've had. Um, I think when it first, it was like the first like couple days of it. I had, <laughs> I had like three different people or yeah, some like three different people message me, and I'm like, really already? Like, how do you even have my number still? These are people from like years ago. Like, I guess I'm just like close to the beginning of the alphabet with Danny, like the D that I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, I got like that first round. It's like Mondays were you know A's, Tuesdays were B's, Wednesdays were C's. Yeah, on the fourth day I was there. Yeah, one hundred (laughs) percent. And now I guess because you're on the fourth day of quarantine. Yeah, you're in R, so now you're getting that third week, that third week round. (laughs) That's so funny. So good. Um, Yeah, no, um, I haven't been messaging anyone that I I wasn't supposed to be messaging actually. but I'm I'm messaging a boy, so uh, that's kind of taken most of my uh, most of my temptations away. I guess. Oh, oh Jesus! Are you saying <laughs> love phone sex? No, no, not at not at all. Actually, fascinating. Anyway, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I um... anyway, so I've gone through an entire bag of batteries. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I uh, have not been really talking to anyone. Um, yeah, which is why you're messaging people you shouldn't. I don't message <laughs> nobody, okay? Like, <laughs> I'm going to just do me here, hang out with Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> if they're apply, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, but I have, in all seriousness been very self-reflective to like a dangerous level the last like couple days where I'm just yeah. like oh what if this what if this had been handled differently you know there are certain people I wish I hadn't dated there are certain people I wish I'd been more forgiving to there are certain friends I wish I told to fuck off faster there are certain friends I wish I put more effort into you know so it's yeah it's been an interesting time in that sense just very self-reflective yeah, no, definitely. I, it has given you a lot of time to, and you as a plural, um, to like sit and think about your life choices. Yeah, too much time. Fuck my life. <laughs> I don't want to think about my life no more. Um, no. Okay. Idiots of the week. <laughs> I had this one guy add me on Instagram who I've never met. And he, like, repeatedly responds to all my stories, especially my OnlyFans stories, advising me how to best capitalize on OnlyFans. Does he have an OnlyFans? No. Did he originally have to ask me what OnlyFans was? Yes. Like... (laughs) Did you ask him for his advice as a male? No. And, like, as I said, I was like, you know what, like... I mean, this in the nicest way possible. Like, I think it's borderline rude to advise someone how to do their business if you are not part of that business, nor do they ask you for advice. So please respect that and stop, like, giving me unsolicited advice on my business. And especially if you're not going to be a paying subscriber. Like, fuck off. So... Um, what, he, what did he respond to that? Did he? I bet you any amount of money that it's not going to be like, you know what, you're so right. <laughs> my bad. Whoopsie doopsie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so yeah, I said, I mean this in a polite way. I have done my job a long time. I find it to be borderline ruined for non-sex workers to tell a sex worker how best to do their job unless they're asked for advice. And he said, I apologize. Mm-hmm. That was not my intention. I realized quickly, hence the backtracking, that I may have overstepped my bounds. Due to these current circumstances, I have found myself curious about the sex and work industry as a way of possibly generating another source of income. I'm exploring new options within the social media platform as well. 
I said, that's wonderful. You're exploring avenues. Just make sure to offer compensation, i.e. money, if you're asking for advice or tips or help from anyone in the industry. He said, I hear you, and I appreciate you for answering my questions. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, I was like, all right, good. Yeah. Still fuck off, but good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not perfect, but a hell of a lot better than I was expecting. Yeah. I was actually very impressed, too. So he's not really an idiot on of the week. He's just, you know, someone that was worth mentioning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Speaking of idiots, though, that... Um, that Facebook post that I sent to you and the girls that my girlfriend sent me from a local, a local Vancouver guy. Yeah. So this is what he decided to post on, um, on, on his Facebook. Do these OnlyFans girls understand they will never find love? Like imagine going on public with your chick that has an OnlyFans account and all these dudes are like, yo, that chick shows her scratch for $5 or guys coming up throwing out $20 bill and she gets butt naked and starts masturbating. I'm sorry, but no one's going to marry that shit. How are you going to explain to your kids why all the other kids' parents have seen their mom's balloon knot for $10 package? <laughs> I'm sorry, did you say balloon knot? I literally have never heard that before either. And it would be funny if it wasn't from this fucking goof, but anyways. And leaking mom's shoving everything inside her all over the bathroom stalls. I'm sorry, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> right? He's just a fucking loser. And the best part is this guy is like, like this like very unattractive, clearly inside and out. Like my girlfriend said she used to follow him on Instagram and he would like throw $50 bills out his window to be like, because I can. It's like, you are a sad human. Yeah. I just love that he's equated like... Um and selling nudes to like giving someone $20 in the middle of this street to like stop like drop and roll you know like just it takes yeah. up their clothes like if any guy threw me a 20 like, I would just be like oh my god I gotta get naked now <laughs> like yeah <laughs> and also like I don't know I just equating a woman's worth to like how many people have seen her breasts like so you're telling me anyone that goes to the nude beach, like, you would never... None of them are going to find love because all the people on the beach saw her vagina or her breasts. Or the guys, no one's going to find... Yeah. None of those men are going to find love because everyone saw their dick on wreck beach. Like, no, you're yeah. only equating it to women only, and you're only if they got paid for it. But if they, like, freely are nude, then it's okay. Does he have... Um, does he know about nude, nude scenes and films and movies? No, he's too focused on the balloon knots. <laughs> and it's just like, I, it's just like, it just shows how sad of a human you are, how gross you are. Like, I feel bad for any woman who ever fucking dates you because clearly you have such a misogynistic view of a woman. Um, but yeah, my question would be like, well, what do you think of nude beaches? All those people on a nude beach that are naked are never finding love in their life is what you're saying? Yeah, and what about every actor or actress who has done a nude and or sex scene? Yeah, they're like, never they finding love. they pay for it too. Yeah. Like, you don't shove $20 at them and tell them to stop, drop, and roll. Yeah. And I also like that he thinks, like, every OnlyFans girl is um, showing her asshole for $5. Like, I don't know what OnlyFans yeah. girls you're going to, but a lot of mine are not $5. So <laughs> <laughs> you clearly aren't on my, aren't on my page. Yeah, yeah, maybe uh, raise your prices, babe. You're worth yeah. more than that. Yeah, but I've also heard, too, that, like, he was at, like, PR parties before and was, like, trying to, like, take photos of the girls and trying to videotape them and post on his story, and he's just, like, your typical, like, absolute fucking goofy loser. So, and clearly his yeah. post shows it. So, 
I was like, oh, you are, like, crown on you, loser of the week. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, I don't even know what to say to that. I can't stop thinking about balloon nuts. I know. I've also been told, like, he, like, punched a girl before, too. So he's just, like, the, like, lowest of the lowest human being, so... Yeah. Well, I mean, he's not going to find love for a hell of a lot more reasons. Yeah, exactly. Um, I also feel like he's probably just sad that he couldn't sell dick pics for any kind of money. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, listener questions. I only pulled out mm-hmm. two today because I knew this episode would be a little long. But um, mm-hmm. listen to the so pod. Much to bitch about. <laughs> I listened to the pod. I DM'd at Vansity Riley a shitload of Tiger King memes because she said her DMs are dry. Pretend you know me, please, and that way she'll just think I'm some... She'll, she won't think I'm just some weird random guy sending her fucked up memes. Wait, did he say um, pretend you know me or pretend you don't Pretend know you know me, and that way I'm, she won't think I'm just some weird random guy. Oh, I thought you legit did know him. <laughs> I do know him. He's just like being sarcastic, okay. like, yo, pretend you know me, okay? I do know him. Oh. <laughs> he's just, he's like one of my favorite people. So I thought I'd throw that in. A little shout out to you. Yeah. You have a fan. I did. <laughs> one. <laughs> one fan. Uh, um, no, I actually did. He sent me some quality Tiger King memes, to be honest. Mint, I had a good mint chuckle. quality memes. Good. Uh, actual question, though. Hello, I'm working on my online hustle. I was wondering how you feel about OnlyFans. I have read some poor user reviews saying that they aren't the safest with your private information and the site is glitchy but what's your personal experience also do you use a wishlist site and if so which one would you recommend so i do like OnlyFans. i like the the structure of being able to post daily and then you know leaving it it's a lot less i find for myself less emotional labor than i find camming to be I like that I can, you know, stockpile a bunch of photos and videos on a day where I do my hair and makeup and the lighting's good and I'm in a good um, setting and then, you know, disperse them over the week. Um, I like that I know that every person that's messaging me has already paid my subscription fee. So I like OnlyFans for those reasons. Um, is it safe with your private information? I truly believe, like, no no sites are very safe. You know, hackers can get into anything if they want to. That's just how it is. Most most sites get leaked. Um, I know OnlyFans did have a, an issue a little while back. Um, and I think, too, if you're going to start doing online things, you just kind of have to accept that there's a huge possibility that maybe those things get leaked. Whether it be from a fan that paid and, like, video recorded it or took photos or whatever. And, you know, there are legal routes you can take if that happens. But I think just for your own peace of mind, knowing that you're okay with that potentially happening is kind of what you need to have the talk with yourself first you know, before kind of getting into online stuff. Um, do I use a wish list site? And if so, which one? I used to use my Amazon wish list and post that when I was camming. Um, the only thing I found with Amazon is people can purchase things for you and then retract them. So mm-hmm. I no longer accept Amazon wish list as payment. Like they, if they want something, they still have to pay that with like cash. And then my Amazon wish list is more so just like added on gifts. So that way, if they take it back, I didn't do anything for free, if that makes sense. Um, but, you know, other women find Amazon wish list to be great, and they use that as a means of paying for things. Um, I personally would just rather just have cash and then not deal with Amazon getting um, canceled orders or them kind of, like, somehow finding out my own address. If you are going to use Amazon, my recommendation would be to get a P.O. box 
like and and only link your PO box to your Amazon for safety reasons. But but yeah, how about yourself, Riley? Mm-hmm. Anything to say? Um, well, I mean, I don't use OnlyFans yet, so um, I can't really speak on the safety towards that. Uh, however, wish list wise, I, I've heard the same thing about um, Amazon is that people will buy something, get whichever service that um, you've agreed upon, and then uh, get a refund. So uh, the advice that I have been told is, you know, if you have PayPal, get it through there. Um, otherwise, if they want to give you a gift, um, look for gift cards or any sort of site that is like non non-refundable so I think and I would have to double check this but you know if there's places like uh, Sephora or Mac or something like that that you can buy a gift card and then the gift card is non-refundable I would look at options like that Mm -hmm. anything I would just go through the T's and C's of whatever website you are interested in getting something and you know those sorts of websites always have gift cards available or something like that so and then and then you get it instantly right so you don't have to um, wait for the shipping, see if it showed up. Um, yeah, that, that would be my, my advice. Yeah. Works for me. So this week I have to shout out the wave dancer. Um, she's a girlfriend of mine out in Australia and she, um, posted on her Instagram cause she listens, shout out to mm-hmm. her. And she, you know, asked her listeners to play the kind of the game with her, and they threw out some good ones. So I told her I'm going to steal the ones that you got. I'm going to I'm going to capitalize on your hard work, steal your uh, steal your questions. So yeah. So just while on that, I want to give a big shout out to the Wave Dancer. Um, I reached out to her a little bit ago because I had a guy approach me wanting me to fend on him and humiliate him and stuff, um, which is not my area so yeah I reached out to her and she was so amazing with the advice that she gave her uh, that she gave me so yeah just a big thank you for that don't steal my friends (laughs) (laughs) first my first my wave dancer now my meme friend (laughs) hey he came to me (laughs) oh jesus Uh, okay back to the important things stay or go uh he's balding Does he look good bald? That's not part of the question. He's just balding, okay? <laughs> How old is he? Your age. Oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, honey, no. <laughs> um, go. Go? Savage. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to see myself out. Um, I would stay just because, you know, a couple of my exes, um, one of my exes had shaved head and an ex that was, like, balding at, like, 27. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, also I get the benefit of being short and they're, like, one was, like, 6'4", so I never had to see it. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> so I would stay for a little bald, little bald man. Yeah, little, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Um, he uh, has kids. If they were my age in bowling, like I'm 25. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Depends how good they looked bald. I'm going back to that. <laughs> but they're all going to bald eventually, right? Um, he has kids from a previous marriage. I don't want to be a stepmom at 25. <laughs> I think it would really have to do with how old the kids are and yeah. how their baby mama is. Because some baby mamas can be very protective and very 
like wanting to be involved and not like the like stepmom. So it would really have to be with that. But like ideally, yeah, no, I don't. I would rather someone not have kids already. Yeah, I think it would depend for me. Like I, I have a stepmom, and um, I think like she's awesome. She's been in my life since I was seven, and makes my dad really happy. And you know, she's been a great, um, a great you know, maternal or motherly figure in my life. Um, and same with like my stepdad, like I've just been so lucky. Um, but you know, I was seven and I think when they met, she was around like 32. And so, you know, if it was that sort of scenario, then yeah, I would for sure stay. Um, but at my age, depending on how old the kids are, like I, there's just so much I want to do. Like I want to travel. I want to go places. There's a reason I don't have a dog. Like I don't want kids. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, he can only get responsive to someone else's kids, too. Yeah, exactly. He has no job. No, go. I mean, wait, hang on. Has he been laid up since quarantine? (laughs) (laughs) Is this a a COVID situation? Um, COVID situation, I'm going to stay. Uh, You're a dirtbag situation, I'm going to (laughs) go. Yeah, but then also, like, is he just crazy rich already and, like, already retired? (laughs) Unlikely. Um, <laughs> That's not the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't be able to because I've, I've already supported enough men in my life. I don't need no broke ass guy now. Not I don't need far. no scrub. <laughs> <laughs> scrub would not apply. Yeah. <laughs> like actually though, um, he's a sub. Go. <laughs> I <knew> this <laughs> for you. I knew this. Um, I. See, I'm just like, okay, well, what, if that, how does that play out in our relationship? Like, is he a dominant personality in his real, like, in his life? And then he's, like, submissive in bed in the sense where, like, you know, he does whatever I tell him. Like, okay, I can kind of get behind that. And is he, like, just, like, a little, like, for lack of a better term, like, bitch boy? (laughs) Like, then, like, probably not. (laughs) I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go either way, I think. You're like, I'm out. Um, <laughs> Bye. Uh, last one. He's an only child or the only male? Stay. As, like, as a single factor? Yeah, I fuck like, that I shit. I, I've dated, like, literally the worst people I've dated have always been, like, the only son. And their moms are just, like, wiping their asses for them still and like think they're like God's gift to the world. Like I find like when you're like, especially from, if you're from like a small, like religious community, like being the son is like my son, my son. Like it's just, it's crazy. I don't want no crazy fucking like moms anymore. Yeah. I've, I've never dated, um, an only child or someone who was an only male from what I can remember so I just yeah I it's not a determining factor for me I don't think interesting Mm. on that note it's pretty much it for this episode uh last kind of remarks 50 plus a tip merchandise and swag I want to start pursuing that so if you guys have ideas if you of what you want um, do you guys want happy hoeing on it? Do you want 50 plus a tip written on it? Would you rather like an emblem or some kind of, um, a photo, um, 
on it. Do you guys want, you know, crop tees, crop tanks, cropped hoodies, all things cropped? <laughs> You guys want this baby back, baby wipers ball sack like written on it? Yeah, <laughs> it's like your favorite <laughs> phrase. Um, or do you guys want like um, you know bags for your pleasers, um, money clips, poppets, you know whatever? Just throw us a message. Let me know. Um, I would love your guys' input on it because I would like to move forward with starting to create some of that. And, um, yeah, don't forget Temptations Avenue Lingerie. If you guys use um, our code TIP25, you get 25% off your entire order at uh, Temptations Avenue Lingerie. And, and what yeah. else are you going to do except for online shop, you know? Exactly. Perfect way to waste your time and make us money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Might bring you happiness. Probably won't. <laughs> probably, probably will just put you further into despair. Anyways, uh, <laughs> as always, you can find me on 50plustip or on Instagram or email me at 50plustip at gmail.com. You can slide into my DMs, email me, comments, questions, carrier pigeon, whatever. Um, Riley, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at VanCityRiley. My DMs are now open for more memes. Uh, please apply. <laughs> Only one applicant so far. Yeah. <laughs> Your chances are good at getting knowledge. Exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Now's your, now's your time, guys. <laughs> yeah, slide in there. <laughs> Lots of room. Uh, <laughs> Oh my God. All right, guys. Have a wonderful week. And happy hoeing. Bye. Bye.